Zechariah chapter 14, uh, beginning in verse 16, and I'll read through verse 21 of this and uh, see if there's a something that sticks out to you that's a little bit uh, captivating here. Zechariah chapter 14, verse 16 says, And it shall come to pass that everyone who is left of all the nations which came against Jerusalem shall go up from year to year to worship the King, the Lord of hosts, and to keep the Feast of Tabernacles, often called the Feast of Booths. Uh, verse 17, and it shall be that whichever of the families of the earth do not come up to Jerusalem to worship the king, the Lord of hosts, on them there will be no rain. If the family of Egypt will not come up and enter in, then shall, um, then shall have no, they shall have no rain. They shall receive the plague which the Lord strikes the nations who do not come up to keep the Feast of Tabernacles. This shall be the punishment of Egypt and the punishment of all the nations that do come, do not come up to keep the Feast of Tabernacles. In that day, holiness to the Lord shall be engraved on the bells of the horses, the pots in the Lord's house shall be like the bowls before the altar. Yes, every pot in Jerusalem and Judah shall be holiness to the Lord of hosts. Everyone who sacrifices shall come and take them and cook in them. In that day, there shall no longer be a Canaanite in the house of the Lord of hosts. So we'll stop there. Um, there's a, there's just a, an interesting phrase here, and I'll get to this in a minute, but just to kind of summarize what's going on here. So the enemies of Israel are said, this is under the governance of God, uh, the, the rulership of Messiah. Um, the enemies of Israel will bow to God's sovereignty. Like it or not, they're under his rule. They will bow. And they will be expected to make yearly pilgrimages to Jerusalem to worship the king, Yahweh, and uh, to celebrate the feast. So this is just part of what they must do. They're going to do this. And if they don't, the Lord will withhold rain as punishment. Um, that caught my eye. Because often rain is obviously physical rain, but then often rain in the scripture um, has to do with the blessing of the Lord. So he's withholding maybe physical blame, uh, rain or even spiritual blessing. So I don't want to go into a, a long of this, but we have what's called um, uh, common grace, if you will, saved and unsaved, believers and unbelievers, all breathe air and have physical strength. These are common grace things from the Lord. That's part of God's blessing. And here we have those that don't worship the Lord will have the restriction of rain, maybe even the restriction of blessing from the Lord. There's going to be things that they they pay a price. And um, But the the verse that really caught my eye was verse 20 of uh, Zechariah 14. In that day, holiness to the Lord 
shall be engraved on the bells of the horses. The pots in the Lord's house shall be like the bowls before the altar. Um, hmm. So we have horses here used, and often in the Old Testament specifically, horses, well, even in the New Testament, um, especially in the book of the Revelation, horses were not seen as animals of transport like we would have them today. They were seen as animals of warfare. Okay, they were they were pulling the chariots. Okay, they were the ones that were decked out in artillery and and armor and and uh, they were used for military purposes. Um, kind of a symbol, if you will, of um, war or rule, rule of a sovereign. And it really caught my attention because on that the horses are these bells, and these bells have an engraving on them. So. Why would bells be on horses? And uh, doing some research, um, some of the commentators are talking about the fact that bells were put on the high priest once a year. And uh, so there's an analogy here between that which is holy and that which is common. Um, and the, the, the import here would be that even the most common things Horses, even we're talking about bowls that we uh, before the altar, even the common things will one day be consecrated to God's glory. Um, it really is an attention getting thing here that the bells are spotlighted. Um, really, part of the when part of the priestly uniform is being crafted, it was given bells. So it's a bit odd for Zechariah, this prophet, if you will to be referring to bells, something that was exclusive to the high priest, um, as being worn by the horses. So there's, and then coupled with that, and this is a little bit scattered, I, I know, but coupled with that, we have these ordinary cooking pots <clears throat> in the temple. Um, these pots in the temple will be as holy as the bowls used to sprinkle the sacrificial blood on the altar. So it's everything under the rule of Christ. Everything is set apart to God. Everything is spiritual. Um, whereas today, <laughs> very few things are set apart for God. So uh, I would just like to encourage us in this text that God is not content to limit the reach of his holiness to the holy of holies. He's not content to just one room and a little tent uh, to capture his holiness. Really, the, in, the entire intent of God is to flood creation with his holiness. Everything is going to be for the Lord. And it brought to mind that text in Isaiah, where we find Isaiah 11, for the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. So we can be discouraged at times when we see our culture disintegrating and falling way away from Judeo-Christian ethic and, and away away from the things of our scripture. But one day it will be reversed. One day everything will be under the rule of God. And um, his desire is even that the bells of the horses 
be every bit as consecrated to him as anything in the temple. So, Rick, God wants every square inch of you. And Dwight, God, Dwight's sitting next to me. You can't see him. Dwight, God wants every square inch of you um, to be holy to the Lord. We're bought and paid for with the blood of Jesus Christ. So what does this have, this have to do with praying for revival or awakening? I'm going to come back to one thing. I'll come back to that in just a second. Um, I was reading an article about uh, this text, and the author was talking about encourage this. The author said, would you take what in America we call post-it notes or sticky notes, if you will, and uh, write holy to the Lord on the pad of sticky notes and then go around the house or the, or the business and put those sticky notes on things that may you may not consider sacred. Let's just say put it on your phone or put it on your computer screen, or put it on your dining room table where you entertain. Uh, maybe put it on your credit card or your bank statement. Put it on your bathroom mirror. Put it on your calendar. Are all these things that you consider common, are they holy unto the Lord? Do they belong to the Lord? Think of these, think of, and I'm going to bring it back to praying for revival and awakening. Maybe, and I was thinking about this this morning. I, I mean, I knew I was going to take to talk about this today, but I was meeting with a man today, early morning. I already referenced that. He's not a, he's a, he's a Catholic. And uh, I was just thinking about this, and, and, and this is going to sound corny, especially if he listens to this, but um, I just, on his, on him, I put a sticky note in my head. I want him to be holy to the Lord. I want to see him come to Christ. If he doesn't know Christ as, as, uh, yet, I want to see him part of this, this um, holiness under the Lord. And I want to be praying for his soul. Uh, maybe we, you know, we put one of these sticky totes, uh, sticky notes, holy to the Lord, on every one of these names that we are praying for as prodigals or unbelievers. Um, for the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord, as the waters cover the sea. So whether, so whether, therefore, First uh, Corinthians ten thirty one, many of you know this by heart. Uh, so whether therefore you eat or drink or whatsoever you do, do it all for the glory of the Lord. Um, we can be praying evangelistically. We can be praying aggressively for people to be brought into the ownership of God. And uh, then this last, this verse we read, In that day, holiness to the Lord shall be engraved on the bells of the horses, and the pots in the Lord's house shall be like the bowls before the altar.